Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, recording from the Unscripted Studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. Great Redeemer, God of all right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted in my basement and soon-to-be studios at The Junction in Old Hilliard. Thank you, Corby, for my introduction, if you're listening on audio. Um, man, I got I got a veteran of the show on today, again, back for his second Unscripted. Uh, my, my friend and a guy that I just, uh, honestly, I'm blown away every day by what this guy's doing. Uh, my friend, Zach Fleer, he needs no introduction, but uh, Zach, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and just in case anybody's never, never heard of you, but which would be shocking, but uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Yeah. Um, I'm Zach Fleer. I'm a, uh, you know, ch- child of God, Christian believer, um, husband, soon to be father and, um, you know, co-owner of 270 Hoops. So it's kind of everything in order right there, I would say, Um that's about it. I mean, I'm just a guy that loves God and loves basketball and loves people. So loves it's my funny. wife. You know I mean? So it is funny you said that because my thought was, man, this guy's already got his priorities in order. Like, you know what I mean? Like you you mentioned all those things and two hits two seventy hoops was the, the last one, which you know, I think is our connecting point. Um, but uh it's a big one and it's one that most people know you for. But what's really cool is you mentioned being a uh, a child of God, a husband, a father, soon to be father. And uh, 270 hoops was last, so man, I always recommend that you keep that in that order. Um, uh, but but uh, it is what most people know you for. Um, you know, you've done an amazing, incredible job of building 270 hoops. I call you the most powerful man in, in uh, central Ohio, at least I think maybe even Ohio in basketball. So, uh, I'm honored to, to just have time with you always. Um, what I want to uh, start off with is a few things. Uh, number one, and I know you'll you'll um, maybe talk about this, but, but your baptism, man, I, I saw your video We're you know, we're friends on social media and just so proud of you, man. Uh, just making that, that, gen- that, that declaration, uh, an outward declaration of an inward, um, faith is, is pretty awesome. So I want to, I want to shout out to you. I know I did it on social media, but, but here on the podcast, I want to shout out to you, man. That's awesome. I was really, I felt like a, a, a proud dad that day. Not that, not that we have that connection at all, but uh, but I was really proud of you, man. Um, that's a big deal. And the fact that you would share it publicly is even more across your socials because you got huge socials. Um, you know, I'm really, really proud of you for that. And number two, I want to talk about a, a lot of things, one of them being uh, hoops and hopes. So, man, what, let's start off. What Where are we at? It's been a while. So it's been a minute since, uh, gosh, you were maybe one of the first I don't know, 10, 20 guests I had. Uh, what's going on? What's happening in the 270 Hoops world? Well, first, I want to congratulate you on the podcast, too. Um, you know, it, you talk about me, but, I mean, your whole setup from the first time to now is completely different. You know, the branding's been awesome, and it's been cool to see you grow. Um, you know, when you Thank got you. Carrie Job on, I, I told my wife that, and she loves Carrie Job, and she's like, hold on, you were on the same podcast as her? I'm like, yeah, somehow. Like, Heck, I was on the same podcast as her. <laughs> like, right. what, what the heck is happening, right? Yeah, no, so that's cool. You know, Thank congrats you. to you on, you know, the Thank success. You. And that's another example of, you know, God kind of gives us a calling and it's on us to listen. And when we do that and, you know, we walk forward, like he shows us incredible mm-hmm. things. So for me, man, I've been 
I haven't covered any basketball in a month and like four days, which has been nice. It's been, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I, college coaches call me just about every day and they, they're always like, I know you're busy. You know, you're, you're probably exhausted catching your breath. You know, you're always watching, but I'm like, honestly, I, I haven't watched hoops in a month. So it's the reputation I've built, which is a nice thing. Yeah. Um, people always think I'm working hard and I am behind the scenes, but I um, haven't been out at any events or anything, but, going back to my baptism that actually happened in January. Um, I didn't share it publicly when that happened, uh, mainly because honestly, the day after I started, I went into like a very tough mental health season in my life where hmm. it was a spiritual battle, literally from that very next day. Like I felt when I got baptized at that time, it was like a weird feeling. I kind of felt guilty because I, I wasn't feeling you know, the reborn, the renewed type feeling that a lot of people t tend to feel. I've been very deep in my faith for a while, but it wasn't like, that wasn't the first decision I made to follow Christ. And, you know, it seemed like everyone else was more excited than I was. And I kind of felt some guilt with that. And then I went right into a mental health season of depression, anxiety, um, worry, and fear from, you know, mid-January all the way until, you know, early April, I would say a lot of it tied to basketball, a lot of it tied to my career, a lot of it tied to a lot of things relating to that. And I didn't feel like a victory from that until mm. just recently where I kind of felt like I finally was out of the storm. Um, this time was different where in other times in my life where I've gone through anxiety and depression and seasons where I felt alone and maybe powerless. This time I was very I trusted God through it all where hmm. I prayed more than ever. I listened more than ever in prayer. I think a lot of times people get prayer confused. They think, you know, it's us. We're just talking to God and telling God what we want. Sometimes it's just shutting up and having him tell us what we need to hear. And um, I, I think it definitely created an endurance in me hmm. where God was preparing me for something bigger. Like, Hey, if you can get through this, you know, you can move on to whatever it is that he has for me. And that was like a moment of victory when I posted that, that, that tweet, um, it had lyrics from a song from elevation worship and Maverick city music called before and after. And that was the first time where I felt like, Holy crap, this is, I can relate to this because I'm on the other side of after, you know, the, the mm -hmm. first line is I'm a picture of your faithfulness. And that's so true. Like I, I see myself now, how much I've grown since January, since that whole struggle, you know, that, that, that was a spiritual battle. That was Satan trying to pull me back to a life of sin and a life of shame and guilt and depression, not depression, but addictions and um, lack of self-control that I'm not there anymore. Like that's not who I am. God has redeemed me. I've been saved. Um, and it's my before and after there's a new light in my eyes. There's some things that the camera can't capture I was dead now I'm alive. Like that's how it truly felt. When I heard that song, I'm like, I want to post about my, my baptism. I want to post that. I want to show people that I did it. You know, I didn't say when it was, you know, a lot of people, yeah, obviously on social media, when you post something, it seems like it's instant. That's what's happening right now. That was in January, but I truly, it was the first time that I felt I was able to look back on that and, you know, kind of have some joy and not have the way well, hey, you went into a season of depression the day after I didn't have those feelings tied to it because that's not who I am anymore. I'm not there anymore. I, I can think back to painful moments in my life and understand that there's a level of grace there that that's not who I am. I can think back to that and find 
lessons and moments um, from that those seasons to help me in my current life. So that's going on. Uh, my wife, as we mentioned, she's pregnant. We have our boy, uh, Grady, our first kid on the way. Um, already got the name. Yeah, Grady, you're the first. Already got the public, name. How about that? <laughs> public appearance where I've mentioned the name. I haven't tweeted it out or said it. It's, it's out there. Did we, we just break been. news? Did I we break, news, break news? Yeah, you can you can tweet it, whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> Grady Fleer, yeah, he's he's due October 2nd. So this has been a, a very fun season for me, just seeing my wife changing and um, us transition into wanting to be parents. Like, mm -hmm. I'd, I'd be lying if I said my number one priority right now was 270 Hoops. It's not. Like, I still care about it and still passionate about it, but and you can relate to this having kids, yeah. but you know, your priorities change. Like he's not here yet, but I can already sense it. Like I, I, I want to be as prepared as possible. Like I want to be, uh, you know, someone that's ready to be a role model for my son. Um, I, I want my son to have someone he can look to and just know like my dad, like my dad loves God. He loves me. He loves my mom. I want my son to be able to know those things and I want to be his best role model and, you know, teach him good things. I don't want him to have to unlearn a lot of behaviors when he's an adult, like I want to, you know, as Proverbs says, like, you know, st start children on the way they should go and they won't depart from it. Like that's kind of where I am. I'm reading a lot more. I made a commitment a few weeks back. Um, I want to have more screen time. I have an iPhone and if you have an iPhone, you can see your screen time. I want more screen time on a weekly basis to be in the Bible than on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any other social media. And I've been doing that consistently for the last three and a half weeks trying to get about an hour to hour and a half a day in the Bible and different devotionals. And it's helped my mental health. I'm feeling a lot stronger. Like mm -hmm. God's word is, you know, it's our toolkit for life. And, you know, the more we dive into it, the more we get to know Jesus. And I think the more we get to know Jesus, the more we get to see like how powerful he really is. Right. And um, my last thing I'll say in this little segment here is, um, you know, people use the word power a lot. Like when people think of the word power, they think of money, they think of control. And I think when they think of power, you can also think of the enemy. You can think of Satan. Like he's, he's very powerful, but he doesn't have authority. That's the one thing Jesus has authority. And the more you get to know Jesus and the more you get to talk to him and have him talk to you and really get to know God through the word, um, the more you get to see that authority and the less power Satan can have over your life. And, um, I think whether you believe in Christ as your savior or not, no matter if you believe that or not, I think that everybody has an enemy. We all have the same common enemy and that enemy does not want us to have joy. That enemy does not want us to have self-control. He does not want us to be happy. And I think the more you get to know Christ, the more that enemy is deemed powerless because you understand that God's greater than any struggle, any worry, any fear, any anxiety, any depression, any anything god's greater than that god's greater than any temptation any addiction um and I, i've began to understand that and it's just helped me so much so i'm in a season i, I feel so much joy and gratitude right now I, that's what i would say is just joy and gratitude um you know happy people aren't always grateful but grateful people are almost always happy and that's kind of where i'm trying to be right now i love it and i, I again like i always tell people it's not that i'm not paying attention at times i'm writing down notes because there's a lot of things you said let me let me recap some things number one i think i called the academy award speech a lot of people get up and they say yeah shout out to the man upstairs you know and then you see their life on social media and how they live and it's completely a train wreck and for, you know again different conversation but at the end of the day 
um, your life on social media. You are very open about your faith. And man, I appreciate that. And I appreciate the fact that the very first thing we let off with, with all that you have going on and with all that you have, again, I just called you the most powerful man in central Ohio, at least with basketball, you lead off with your faith. And, and so that's not an Academy Award speech. And I think anybody that knows you knows that or anybody that follows you on social media knows that. Um, second thing I would tell you is most pastors will tell you that Monday after Sunday is a very, very difficult day for them. And when you talk about your baptism, man, there's no surprise to me that the very next day was probably very difficult for you. You made a public declaration of your internal faith. And so I'm not shocked that you that you went into that season. But what I'm proud of you for is is that you you weathered it. And because, you know, I mean, even even not to get too religious on this podcast, but at the end of the day, even Christ himself was um, tested. And, you know, I mean, and, and uh, he, you know, he was told, hey, do this and you can have the whole world. And he, he didn't do it. Right. And so we you and I know that as, as believers. Um, the other thing I would tell you is that I'm proud of you for sticking through that, going through that testing time. And then I don't care what the date was on social media, but you still made a public declaration. The water means nothing in a baptism. None of that's it's 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 a it's a um, visual representation. What matters is your your heart. And and you went on social media. You said January. What was it? Last week? Week before? I don't I don't care how many months that was. What you still went out and did is you used a picture from a time in your life. But you said I'm publicly going to state my faith. You know, I'm making an outward expression of my inward faith. And so I'm proud of you for that as well. Um, when my son, before my son was born, the song Arms Wide Open, I don't care. A lot of people hate Creed, the band Creed, but uh, hey, like you know, what, hey, whatever. Arms Wide Open came out at the same time. So I was kind of in that season that you're in when it was just like, you know, and there's, there's a line in there that says, if I had just one wish, only one command, I hope he's not like me. I hope he understands. He can greet this world with arms wide open and I just ruined the lyrics. But at the, at the point was I wanted my son to greet the world with arms wide open. And I'm real proud of him for what he's done in his life. So I'm excited for you and for Grady and, and for your wife and for you guys. I can't wait to watch and just be a, a fan of, of the Fleer family. Um, the last thing that I will say is I'm proud of you for stepping on a mental health, man. That's um it's not easy, right? I mean, I think I think any of us that struggle with mental health, mental health wellness, I know it's mental health wellness month. For anybody to step out and say, man, I struggle with this, that's not easy. That's a part of the um, process of getting better. You know, Kevin Love went out and did that. I mean, a guy that's got a huge, you know, huge platform. So you have platform. Um, I'm proud of you for stepping out on your faith stepping out on, on, on just on this podcast. I don't know. The two people that listen may say, you know, uh, I'm really proud of you for saying that the fact that, you know, you have a huge platform, you had a huge following. Um, and yet you, you were willing to say, this is a struggle I went through, man. That's, uh, that's going to help somebody, somebody that, that follows you on social media or the two people that listen to this podcast, it will help them. And so thank you for all that, man. I know I just ran off a lot of things, but uh, those are just some of the notes I had for you. Um, I'm, I'm more, you know, I'm real proud of you. I'm a huge fan of yours. And um, thank you for that because you have a massive platform, dude. Appreciate that. And I guess you mentioned in the first question, but hoops and hope. Um, so that is another thing. I Every great thing that I've done recently has come out of prayer at some point. 
Um, I, you know, I see a counselor every two weeks and a couple times, a couple sessions ago, I had mentioned, you know, throughout, you know, just decompressing and venting and whatever. I was like, man, I, I really want to get into sports ministry somehow. Like I, I want to do that. There's, you know, I was like, oh, if, you know, if I just can find the right person, but then God was like, no, yeah, I put a lot of people in your life that could help you do that. You know, there's a lot of great men that, and women that have been introduced to me over the last year and a half that I wouldn't have met otherwise. Um, and I, I just had this idea of, oh, I would love to do something with high school kids. Um, a couple weeks pass. I don't act upon it. I just have that thought. I get a call from Brad Niley from Just Hoops. That's like, hey, Zach, I got a random question. I don't know if you're even interested in this, but, um, you know, I've been wanting to, he wanted to use the Just Hoops facility as, you know, kind of a, Bible study, basketball, and Jesus type meeting place. I was like, dude, you have no idea. Like, I was like, I literally had the same idea, the same thought just a few weeks ago. And the wheels started turning. That was about three weeks ago. Um, you know, we, we talked again and decided what we wanted to do with it and basically created it's going to be a small group that, you know, about 20 kids every week, um, high school and college student athletes, boys and girls, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter skill level. You know, you could be DJ Moore, for example, is going to Liberty, or you could be a freshman girls player at Granville High School. Like, you know, God loves everybody, so it doesn't matter your skill level. It's more about, you know, student athletes that want to step out on their faith and grow their faith. And um, I think it's really important because, you know, I deal with this myself is, there's a lot of anxiety out there. You know, social media is everybody's highlight reel. So especially, you know, Instagram and Twitter and, you know, people see people basically put out what they want others to think of them. So they want to put out their best stuff. And then internally when we see it, it's like, Oh gosh, this is their life. They're amazing. Their wife's beautiful and they are ripped and they got a nice car and a great house. And mm -hmm. that can cause us to feel insecure. That can cause us to feel like we're not worthy. And, it's all BS. Like it's all of it's BS. I mean, our identity is in Christ. Like the moment we were born, we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. That's our identity. Our identity is as a son of God or a daughter of God. And no matter what success or failure we have, that does not change. And that's such, such a good feeling because I can go out. Yes, sure. I can win every media award and I can be on every TV show and I can, you know, be at all the praise in the world. But that's not better than being loved by God. That's not better than having your eternal place in heaven. That's not better than Jesus saying, you're my son who brings me great joy. Or I can go the opposite way and not do anything. I can quit 270 hoops. I can stop covering basketball. I can quit my job and be a failure, but God's still going to love me. And that's just such a good feeling. And I, I want student athletes to feel that because there's so much performance-based anxiety in youth sports anymore. I think part of it is because it's become so professionalized, you know, we're ranking kids in third grade, not me two seven people. I'll never do that, but there's outlets out there that are ranking kids in third grade. And there's, you know, so many media outlets where for some kids, like every one of their games, like Sean Jones, like Hannah, for example, like every game that he plays in, there's going to be a camera filming him and evaluating him. And that just can't understand. I can't even imagine the type of pressure that puts on a kid. And a lot of times I think parents, add to that when they treat their son or daughter differently when they play better or they play worse. Mm -hmm. Just imagine the type of anxiety that puts on a kid to perform. And if you don't have Christ in your life and you don't have, you know, that really that, that just um, base, that platform, that um, 
that identity, uh, it's just hard. Like you're going to just put so much pressure on yourself. You're going to think worse of yourself when you play bad. And that's going to affect everything you do on the court. It's going to affect everything you do off the court. I think if kids can understand their identity in Christ and that, Hey, you can go out. I've been counseling a student athlete in central Ohio. His mom reached out to me about a month ago saying that her son, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, he, he didn't have a great year. And I just want you to let you know, he's been going through, you know, anxiety and depression since last summer. And it's really affected him. And She's like, if, if you if you could reach out and encourage him, that would be great. If not, like, I don't, I totally understand. It could be weird that he might be like, oh, mom, why are you doing this? Well, I reached out to the kid and was like, look, dude, I'm going through the same thing you are right now. Like, wow. it's all right. Like, you're not alone. We're going through this. I said, your identity is in Christ. And I said a lot more, but you're basically the, the bulk of the message was your identity is in Christ. Whether or not you go out and have 20 points, 20 rebounds, or you go 0 for 16 and turn the ball over 10 times and miss the game winning free throws, like God still loves you no matter what. And this, this time here is so temporary, like sports is so temporary. It's, it's not who we are. It's not what these kids are going to do forever. Kobe Bryant had one of the longest careers in the NBA and he retired at the age of 39. Mm -hmm. And most people that is very young. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately he didn't get to live out the rest of his life. But, you know, for someone like Michael Jordan, like he's still relatively young and he hasn't played since 2003. I mean, after coming out of retirement a second time. So, we just have to, we got to get, get our kids to understand that they're more than just basketball players. They're children of God. God loves them no matter if they, you know, win the state championship or get knocked out in the first round and go winless. Like they're still children of God at the end of the day. And I want to be able to create a house of restoration for kids to mm. come in, be vulnerable, be honest. And it has to come from us too. Like, um, you know, one thing I've, str- I've struggled to get, my, 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 my side of the family, like I've struggled to get people to church. I've struggled to try and help them connect because I'm really very few people. And I'd say my family are close to God or close to Christ and go to church. So you can't just preach at people. You can't just, you know, talk down to them and act like they're full of sin and, you know, imperfect. And you're this shining figure of Christ. Like it, it, it can't be that way. It has to be um, welcoming. It has to be in love and it has to be, where if they don't believe the message, you have to then become the message. And scripture says to, you know, good do do good deeds so people glorify your father in heaven, that they see Christ within you working. And that's what I want to be able to do. I want to be vulnerable with the kids, let them know like, hey, this is what I'm going through. This is how God has changed me. This is what I've learned. And then we have other people that are going to be there that are going to volunteer their time. And it's going to be the most incredible thing that I think I've done in basketball more than any event, more than any news appearance, any show, any award, any major event that we've covered, like being able to help connect souls to Christ and save souls and give kids that peace of mind that you can only really get from God. That's more than anything I could ever do in basketball. And it's, it's cool that I get to tie basketball to it because it gets to be fun. And I I just think of how cool it'll be to have somebody like, like DJ Moore from Worthington Christian, again, he's going to Liberty next year, was Division three state player of the year, led, led Worthington Christian to the state championship game. To get someone like him and Aaliyah Moore, who's you know a freshman point guard at Granville, like to have those two in the same building, connecting with one another and growing together, like how cool is that? And that can only happen through Christ. That can only happen through what he's doing. And I'm just very grateful to get that opportunity to do that. So it's going to be, I'm, I'm so excited. It'll start June 3rd. It'll run every Thursday night 
And we have, I've had almost close to 30 kids sign up. We can only take 20. So I'm going to get registration and stuff built out here in the next week or so. And, you know, we'll take that first 20 who sign up and we'll see how we can grow. Like that's, I'm just excited because we'll have kids as far as, you know, high school sophomores or college sophomores and high school freshmen. Like it's, it's going to be fun. So nobody's too young to enter, enter the kingdom of heaven. Nobody's too old. And, um, I, I just, I'm, I'm excited to provide a platform and I just want to give a big thanks again to Brad from just hoops too, for opening up his gym and calling me and kind of kicking this thing into gear because it was an idea I had, but because of him, we were able to finally get this thing in motion. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a really just revolutionary time for my life and sports ministry in general, because I've never led anything like this before. And I think God has finally told me like, all right, you know, you've been preparing for something like this. Mm -hmm. You've been reading up on scripture, praying more, acting out, you know, my godly life more in public. And I, I just feel so much more confident too. when I, when I tell people about Christ than I did maybe a year ago, because I just was a little insecure in my knowledge. And um, it's not just the knowledge, but the relationship too. Uh, I just, I pray with my wife every single morning. We, we are just doing everything that we can to get to know Jesus on a more personal level every single day. And now I feel really comfortable to be able to go out and I, I just know the Holy spirit is going to speak through me too. Like, I don't know what I'm going to say, but I just, I, I know God's going to work through me and um, help it to be, you know, the most impactful thing that it can be. There's no question in my mind. I mean, I think the, the ones that God calls, he equips um, no matter what it is. The other thing I would tell you is that as you were speaking is, you know, there's a phrase that says, uh, you know, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. And I think your life is preaching the gospel even when you're not saying anything. So um, the earth, the last point that I think I, I thought of as you were speaking is platform. I mean, God built a huge, huge platform for you through 270 Hoops. And you're using that platform. You've stepped into that opportunity and now are using it for a much larger purpose where some people would just be cool with 270 hoops, you know, or, or whatever it might be. They might be cool with the platform and their head would get real big and they would, you know, because because he's obviously blessed you with opportunity. You mentioned TV You're on TV. You've done you've had a, a you've you've been around athletes that are now at the next level and some of them maybe in the pros. I mean, you you have had of an opportunity that a lot of people would take and run with and not once uh, acknowledge or thank or use it for the greater purpose that you just spoke about. And so that, again, I keep saying I'm proud of you, but I'm proud of you, man. Like you've, you've not only recognized, Hey, God gave me this. He built this platform and it's not for me. It's for him. And, and I think there are so many people that follow you are familiar with you. Um, know you that, don't know you that that will really be gra gravitate to the words you just said because of the influence and the platform that you have so man that's that's massive now let me ask you are you guys gonna hoop a little bit with this or is it just is it just is, is, is it not not i don't want to say just is is it a bible study or is it a bible study in some hoop or what's it going to look like as far as format it's about half and half so it's going to be an hour we'll do 30 minutes of um you know just kind of counseling together, talking about whatever it is. I, the vision I kind of have is, you know, utilize the version Bible app. That's what I use. And there's all types of devotionals that you can read depending on whatever topic you want, you need, or you want to read about. I'm thinking um, if this is how we do it is, you know, get the kids in maybe Microsoft Teams or a group app or, you know, a, a text group 
and say, hey, download this app. This week we're going to read about, you know, anxious for nothing. Or this week we're going to read this devotional. This week we're going to read this. And then they come prepared and they come equipped. And maybe we have a worship song for that week, like meditate on this, listen to this this week. And then let us know, you know, when we meet on Thursday, like what God's telling you through it, what experiences you have with this. How do you, how do you feel yourself growing through this? Um, that's what I'm thinking to give the kids like tools to be equipped to, you know, know what they're going to talk about, know what we're going to talk about. So they come prepared and they're able to engage and, um, you know, really be part of the discussion. I, I don't want kids to just come and then kind of feel like they're not being seen. Like I, I want to keep it small so everyone can feel like they're being seen and that they're loved and uh, that they're chosen and special and that they you know, are significant. So uh, that's kind of the things I'm going to do. It, it's going to be 30 minutes of Bible study, 30 minutes of discussion, and then 30 minutes of a basketball activity exercise. We got some great people that are going to help us that help us run the basketball portion. You know, just hoops has a wonderful facility. They have mm -hmm. all types of shooting guns and mm -hmm. just space to do a lot of cool stuff. And I'm going to let them handle that. That's what they do, you know, for a living. So um, I'm just excited to, you know, they're going to have fun. Like I want the kids to have fun, but more than anything, I want them to know that they're loved and feel loved and, um, feel like they can be vulnerable and open and um, just really use this time to be, to get uncomfortable, to be able to grow. Like, you know, nothing grows in the comfort zone. That's mm -hmm. not a place where anything grows. So I want, I want to get uncomfortable. I want kids to get uncomfortable because when you do that, that's when you allow God's grace to cover you. So um, that's, that's the opportunity that we have. And again, I'm just really excited. And speaking of just using my, my platform for social media, I, used to be nervous about doing that. Like, Oh, I don't know if people want to see that. I don't know if, you know, Oh, somebody unfollow me if I tweet about right. the Bible too much. Right. Then it's got to the point where I was like, well, God gave me this platform. Like he gave it to me. So why not praise him? Why not bring people to Jesus? I may be the only Jesus somebody sees an entire lifetime. They may not follow me, but if I have a tweet that gets retweeted onto the right timeline at the right time of day, Someone may see it and I may never talk to them ever, but if they can get encouraged in that moment, it's worth it for me. So since I had that revelation and God kind of shared that with me, I've just gone forward with it. Like I, I'm, I do not want to value the approval of man over the approval of Christ. Like right. the approval of man, what, what does that really give you? What does it, it doesn't give you anything. It doesn't mm -hmm. give you anything substantial. It doesn't give you anything that's filling. Um, you know, it reminds me of the, the Samaritan woman where, you know, Jesus is like the water I have, you'll never be thirsty again. Mm -hmm. When we, when, when we chase society's approval and we chase what society says is fulfilling and everlasting, we're always going to be thirsty. You're always going to be longing for something that is never going to bring you fulfillment. When you long for Christ, like that's a fulfillment that you'll never be thirsty again. I mean, it's so true. Like Jesus's words are so profound. They're so powerful. And it's just amazing to me that they're over 2000 years old, but they're so relevant. Like so relevant, right. even, even stuff in the old Testament, I was reading numbers today. Um, wow. you know, and, yeah. <laughs> numbers, numbers 13. It was, good, good for you. Jacob, and, um, I forget the other, the other character's name, but basically, you know, they had went to the land that God had promised them. And, um, you know, that was flowing with milk and honey and, there was, you know, other tribes there that could have been dangerous if they tried to take that land. And, you know, God had told them, this is your land. And, you know, there was two guys out of the whole group that were like, no, let's push forward. Everyone else was like, nope, we're not doing that. And they didn't believe in God. They didn't trust God. And those other two did. And they came with that confidence and they got that land. Everybody else perished in the wilderness. And the Old Testament's a little more crazy, but 
you know, it's all relevant. It's all useful. It's just how you, how you use it. So, um, I I'm trying to read all different parts of the Bible. I'm doing a couple of different devotionals where, um, you know, it's a journey through like Luke and acts. I'm doing one of those journeys. And then there's another where it's just read through the whole Bible every single day for a year. I haven't done it every single day because like Deuteronomy, I'm in the middle of that. That's tough. Mm. It's Leviticus, tough. Leviticus it's tough. hard. I mean, mm-hmm. it, Leviticus took me like two months to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm getting through it, and there's nuggets. If, if you pay enough attention, there's nuggets in every single chapter that you can find and you know really apply to your life. Yeah, the Old Testament is is no joke. <laughs> it's it's a it's a work in progress when you're reading through it. My wife has read the Bible in a year, I think, for about nine, ten years now, which is remarkable. But uh, there's also a quote, and 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 it's a band that's probably older than you are. <laughs> they probably were out when you weren't even born yet. But there's a band that that used to have a, a lyric that said, "Some may call me foolish, some may call me odd." But I'd rather be a fool in the in the face of man than a fool in the eyes of God. Uh, um, and I think that you know that's what you're doing uh, is is that's what you've dedicated your life to. As I think about that, as you you'd rather be, you know, your Twitter. My guess, I don't know the twi- I, don't, I don't have your Twitter stats, but my guess would be your Twitter following grew, not not shrank um, when you when you stepped out and shared your faith. Cause there's enough of us that are real proud of you and, and that follow you that said, man, this guy's, this guy's not afraid to be a fool in the eyes of man, but not a fool in the eyes of God. And, and, and again, I don't think you're a fool in the eyes of man at all. I think enough people appreciate that you're using your platform um, to reach the ex- huge audience that you have. Um, and especially young high school, you know, maybe even middle school players that, that look up to you and look up to two, seven hoops um, I think that's awesome, man. I'm 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 really really uh, always proud of you. But I'm just uh, I'm honored to call you a friend when I see things like that. I really am. So um, you're you're just doing awesome things, and um, I can't uh, I don't know I can't say it enough. So what what's next for 270 hoops? Where are we at right now? Yeah, so it's kind of a bit of a dry season as far as events and, and stuff like that. Um, we. I'll be going out to Louisville this weekend for my first AAU experience. It's a girls AAU event. I'm excited about it. Uh, there's quite a few local teams that are be playing down there. It's kind of funny. Like my wife, you know, she only goes to girls games now. She's so pumped that I'm covering girls basketball. So she's like going with me. She's excited. Awesome. So we're going to go down to Louisville, cool. uh, watch some girls AAU for you know a day or two. And then um, after that, I have small group starting in June. And then we don't have really anything going on until August. We got a couple of exposure camps going on in August um, down at the Chieftain Center at Logan High School. It's a wonderful facility, just absolutely immaculate. Four courts, all under one roof, brand new. It's just it's that place is sweet. So that's going on, and that's stretching down. We're actually including seventh and eighth graders in that for the first time ever. Um, I'm excited to get a look at you know some young players, and that's being offered for boys and girls um, over the course of two weekends. So that's what we have going on. Uh, nothing really else happening. We'll, you know, we'll get out, we'll cover AAU when we have to, um, we'll cover high school team and player camps in June. And, um, I have a, I have a great staff. I, I, we were able to cover the Spice Brian slam event in Fort Wayne. I wasn't there, but Jake Spiegel and Jason Morrow both were there and did a great job and, um, just have a really good staff, you know, young guys that are you know ready to pursue this and, um, do, do great work. So, I don't have to be there every time, which is nice because I'm kind of growing into more of a, um, you know, CEO type role where I don't have to be everywhere, but I can set the example and, you know, 
teach people what they need um, so they can step in and, and fulfill those roles with confidence. So that's, that's where it's going. It's exciting. And I, I value this time because I can go home and I can go to the gym and I can get outside and I can grill three nights in a row on the back patio. Like that's the stuff I, I really value this down season because it gives me that time. And especially when my son comes, like I'm really going to enjoy it because I can spend even more time with him. So um, just really, really, really grateful for the season of life I'm in right now. And, uh, you know, just gearing up for the busy season. When, when is Grady's due date ish? October, early October, October 2nd, which is perfect. He, he picked a great time because I'm pretty sure Ohio state's on a bye week that <laughs> And I was, I, I was going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to have to pick up a toddler UNC onesie. Uh, for my guy Grady and and just start him off right right October sixth fan he will not be a Duke fan so absolutely not um, and October sixth is a great day that's the day Austin was born so my brother was October seventh so there you go October sixth October seventh good day I'm gonna show up with a UNC onesie at the hospital or or at least mail it to you something I'm gonna get my guy Grady on that train early. Early, because I know you're going to have a heavy Ohio State influence, and I got I got to break that. This will not be a Duke household at all. So. all right. Well, hey, I, I'm okay with anywhere but Duke. Like you know, anybody no. but Duke. I'm I'm good, man. But, every, but I would like I, to see me in that Carolina blue. I've I've probably had contact with every ACC school <laughs> except for Duke there at some go. point in my career. So you know, Coach Coach uh, Robinson follows me on Twitter from UNC. So shout out to Coach Robinson. Uh, but yeah, no, but he, uh, Grady's due date, like, I think they're on a bye week. And the if he comes a week early, I think they play Rutgers. And if he comes a week late, they play Maryland. So shout out to my wife and I for planning this perfectly. Absolutely. There's no, like, if, unless he comes super early, like, there's no major Ohio State football games we're going to miss. Uh, you know, it's going to be a big Brown season, hopefully. I'm, you know, still yeah. not on wood for that. But uh, it's just, it's all blessings all around, yeah, like it's. It it's, is it's amazing. I'm just, I'm so excited and just really yeah. grateful that, you know, God's like, Hey, go have a son and, you know, teach him to love me and love people. And um, I'm just really grateful for that opportunity. Well, we're praying immediately. Uh, and anybody that listens to this, pray, pray for the Fleer family and, and for Grady and for health, for mom and for baby and uh, you know, and, and dad too, but, but specifically for mom and baby. And then all that you guys are ahead of, you know, there's, there's a lot ahead of you and, and um you know, it's awesome that you're kind of just putting all these priority and priorities and pieces. And, and you may, again, back to the mental wellness, you know, I think for those of us with mental uh, health, you know, struggles or, or the battle, I guess we'd call it, you know, I think so much of it is prioritizing, you know, which, which, which battles to take, which hills to take each day. Uh, Cause we can't take them all, but, but if we take one at a time, then we win the war. And that's, um, I, so I, I'm so proud of you again, man, I keep saying it, but clearly I'm, I'm real proud of Zach Fleer, but, but, you know, just, just prioritizing and, and getting things in order, uh, before he, before, you know, Grady gets here. Cause I think, uh, everything changes, man, it, it all changes. And then you have two and then you have three and you got to switch from man to zone and, and you can appreciate that with hoops, but you know, Hey, I don't want to get too far out there, but, uh, your life's about to change, and it's about to change in the best way possible. And uh, I, I'm really, really happy for you guys. Thank you. It's yeah, we're excited, um, and I'm, I'm just grateful to have had some of the, you know, experiences, you know, getting through some of these mental health battles ahead mm -hmm. of time. 
Uh, I know, I, I know that there's going to be other seasons that come. That's just sure. that's the reality. Like Jesus doesn't guarantee that it's going to be roses and ice cream for the right. rest of your life. Like, you know, I think God cares more about developing our character than developing our comfort. Absolutely. Um, and we can, Absolutely. if you approach, if you approach these seasons correctly and I, I'm not minimizing anybody's struggle because they're, right. they're hard, like, they're extremely hard when you feel like you can't get out of your head and you feel like you can't look forward to anything. Like that's really hard, right? but they don't last forever. And mm -hmm. the, the, the endurance you can build up from going through these things, it's going to help develop that joy and develop that toughness for when you do face something else, you can look back and see how grateful and faithful God has been in your life. It's like, look, you know, there's a song called faithful. Now it says, you know, you were faithful then you'll be faithful now. Um, and I think a lot of, Understanding that just comes from prayer and it comes from really developing our relationship with God. You know, you can't just be someone who only prays when something's going bad or when mm -hmm. you need something. Like uh, I compare it to whenever I talk to anybody about prayer and they're like, well, you know, I, God, I don't, I don't, God doesn't talk to me enough or he, he doesn't answer my prayers. And I'm like, well, do you like a friend who only reaches out to you when they need something or when yeah. something went horribly wrong? And then when they are doing well, they never talk to you. Like, do you appreciate that? Well, no. I'm like, well, then why would you treat God that way? Like he created you. He's, he's given you breath in your lungs. And the fact that you can even call him God and even pray is a miracle in itself. Like appreciate that and uh, apply prayer throughout every part of your life. And uh, a realization I've made is that, you know, like people are not my enemy. Like there's no one out there that's my enemy. Satan's my enemy. He tries to confuse us. Our pastor, Greg Ford says like Satan attacks in four ways. Mm -hmm. He attacks through intimidation. He attacks mm -hmm. through accusation. He attacks through um, temptation and he attacks through confusion. So whenever you're going through something and it's either confusing, it's maybe accusation, it's intimidation or it's uh, temptation. Like it's not from God. The closer you get to Christ, the more you get to know God, the easier it becomes to discern, you know, spiritual forces. Like God only speaks to us through love, through patience, through kindness. You know, I've never listened to God and he'd been like mean or malicious. It's right. just, it's not, that's not how he is. And it's not how he's ever going to be. When you hear those mean thoughts in your head and you, you start to shame yourself and say, oh man, what's wrong with me? Why am I, why am I so mean to myself? It's not you. It's not you saying those things. That's the enemy trying to get you to believe those things. And he attacks through confusion and through intimidation. Um, so the, the closer you get to Christ, the more you can develop that part of your character. And that'll help you then navigate and discern, you know, thoughts and, and things. And one thing I'll, uh, that I've learned and I give my counselor credit for this is in the middle of those seasons, in the middle of those battles, in the middle of maybe, you know, if you have addiction to something and you feel extreme temptation, you feel like you're going to slip up invite Christ into that, right? That moment, right? That moment, mm -hmm. Jesus, I welcome you here. Like, mm -hmm. I welcome you here. You are welcome here. And you'll feel that you'll feel, you'll, I'm telling you, it'll happen. You'll feel that fulfillment and it will, that temptation is rendered powerless. It's mm -hmm. like, like you mentioned, you know, when Jesus was tempted and mm -hmm. Satan was like, Hey, I'll give you the world. And he showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And, you know, Jesus was like, I, I flee from me, Satan. I rebuke you. Um, right. Right. That's, what that's what scripture says you know mm -hmm. it, god will not allow any temptation that can overtake you however he gives you an escape and the devil will flee from you it's just mm -hmm. have to welcome jesus into those moments and understand that christ is bigger than any evil you know 
anytime Satan tries to you know tell you how bad you are, how terrible you are, you got to remember where he's going and where he's been mm-hmm. and where you're going. And it's just no, no way is better than Christ's way. So I, that's my encouragement for anybody going through mental, mental health struggles. Like it's tough. It's hard. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. Um, the family of believers go through it all. And Elevation Church pastor Stephen Furtick says, um, the birthmark of a believer is a bullseye. Mm. I Absolutely. love that. I love right. that. Line. Right. I can attest to that. I went through that myself. And, mm-hmm. um, but when you have those scars and you know, you're still fighting and you've been mm-hmm. through it um, and you know that God is so good, he'll just continue to show you more things. It, it's funny. The, the more we listen to him, the more we get to know him, the better he gets. Mm-hmm. As, as Coach Mo, my guy Morris Mahowski says, um, you know, God is a coach who's never lost. So. Mm. Undefeated. Undefeated. <laughs> Undefeated. <laughs> Hanging banners. <laughs> but the other thing, too, I would say, too, about when Jesus was tempted was uh, he quoted scripture. And so yeah. it's important that, uh, you know, whenever he was tempted, he quoted scripture back to Satan. So not only does he say flee from me, but he also he quoted scripture and scripture is our sword. You know, you you know that you've been you've been invested in it. You pre you know, you tweet it regularly. Uh, you spent time in the word and the more time we spend in the word is the more of our sword and shield and that body, of, you know, that armor for us as our protection against Satan, where we can call out his lies. Um, and, you know, and I know some of the audience, I'm not sure, you know, who, who, who listens or who hears this, but uh, you know, Christ did respond every time to one of those challenges with, with scripture <laughs> before the Bible was even written. He was, you know, before the actual Bible that you and I can go by at the bookstore, um, he was responding with scripture. And so he knew scripture, he knew God's word and God's word is our protection uh, against those attacks and those times when we struggle with mental awareness and mental uh, illness and things like that. So um, man, a lot of ground we covered today, as always, man, you're, you, you know, you have an open invite anytime. Um, I know we didn't talk any hoops today, which is awesome. Like uh, in my opinion, you know, cause, cause I think you and I will share this on our socials and, and uh, I'm hoping that anybody that listens to this and is still listening today, here's, here's your heart, your passion, uh, your pride and your uh, belief, because it's important that somebody as successful as you with all that you've achieved in this life, as many people will look at it, understand that that you are grounded in a faith and and again as you if we go back to the very very beginning you put your faith your family and your soon to be born son far before the one thing that they may know you best for and that's 270 hoops um hear that because that's going to carry you far 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 in life and i know i'm preaching to the choir speaking to you but anybody that may be listening to this uh i hope they hear that they really really hear that because it's uh um, a platform that you've embraced. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thankful that you come on today and talk about that. Yeah, no, I appreciate the opportunity. It's not every podcast would even welcome that, you know, some, I think some other podcasts would try and drive me down the basketball lane. The truth of the matter is like, I'm, I'm still passionate about hoops and I love it, but right now it's just not my top priority. It's right. just not, I can't, I can't lie. Like I'm excited. I'm, I'm super excited to cover this girls hoops this mm-hmm. weekend. I love girls basketball. It's when I cover it, it reminds me of my early days covering boys basketball where it's so new. It's so fresh. It's so exciting. And the kids are so appreciative of it. Mm-hmm. And I love girls hoops because they play hard. They, they play hard, hard, motors, high IQ. They move the ball. Mm-hmm. They take great shots. They can't get off athleticism alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you see, you know, just how talented and skilled these girls are. So I'm excited. There's a girl um, playing for Ohio futures, 
2024 team. Her name's Emily Bratton. She's a freshman at uh, Bloom Carroll High School. High-level lead guard. Her, her IQ's through the roof. She's a great shooter. And she's she joined our Hoops and Hope Bible study, too. So Awesome. I'm, I'm awesome. excited. I, I caught her initially as a basketball player, but you know she expressed an interest in getting to know Christ more, and that's just gonna t- that's gonna take her places too. Because you know as she as her profile grows, and you know the pressure is gonna grow when that happens. Like the pressure grows, and you know you feel you know a- obligation to lead your school to wins and um, to you know play well every single night because that's what people expect of you. If, if she has that foundation in Christ, like that's gonna help her be the best player possible, but be a good person and be a right. good team be someone that people want to be around. So um, I'm excited to help build, you know, winners, winners in Christ more than anything. Um, You know, God wins or we, when we win, God wins if we are, you know, dedicating our life to him. So um, that's what I'm most excited about. And, you know, I'm excited to have kids that are high level players, but even ones that may not be well known for their activity on the court for them to be able to be in the same gym and learn from these, um, you know, players that are maybe more elite than them or better than right. them. It's going to help everybody at the end of the day. So that's what right. I'm most interested about and most excited about. And, you know, God's given me that platform. So I just can't be, uh, can't be any more thankful than I am already. So I love it. All right. So before we get off, uh, what are the links? What, where, where can people, so could you mention the, the, uh, the hoops is already is filled. It sounds like uh, hoops and hope is already filled. Uh, are you going to have other sessions? So let's, let's talk through that real quick. How can I get involved if I want to do that? Because who knows when people will hear this, but um, any interest in that, what's, what are all the links? So just contact me on Twitter. That would be the easiest way. Um, get in touch with me there. Um, tweet at me. If, you, if I follow you, DM me. Um, that's how I'm kind of handling inquiries right now. We're in the process of building like a registration type page um, for to, to allow people to, to sign up because I don't want it to be something that, oh, you can't get in because we're filled. I want right. people to be able to access that. So um, we're just going to kind of grow it organically, see what happens. Um, take the initial, you know, I think we got like 25 student athletes signed up. I understand every, not everyone can be there every single week. So, um, to grow it organically. If we feel like we need to expand it, we will. I'm just being very cautious of my time and energy too. Like I can't overextend myself mm-hmm. and I, I understand like my life's going to change here very, very soon. So I don't want to, you know, load my plate if I don't have to. So, um, but that's why I have other people that want to st- step up and help too. It's not all on me to do it myself. So um, we'll see, we'll grow. But if you, if you or your son or daughter is interested in joining that, um, just contact me on Twitter. That's the easiest way to do it in the off season. I don't get on Instagram. So if you message me on Instagram, it's going to be like four or five days before I see it. That's just because Instagram has been a source of like, I'm protecting my peace. I get on there and it's not good for me most of the time. So I don't really get on it as much as I used to. So um, contact me on Twitter. And then if you want to just follow me, you know, Zach Fleer 270 on Twitter. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at 270 hoops, but anything, you know, if you have an iPhone or an Android and you don't have the U version Bible app downloaded, I highly suggest it. Even if you're rel- brand new in your faith, like there's so many resources on there to help you grow, um, to help your knowledge and to help you really connect with Christ you know, they, they, will, they walk you through, there's a guided prayer on there every single day. They have a verse of the day. They have a story that's a lot like Instagram where you can click through and you can get encouragement every single morning. 
that's one thing I recommend if you're someone who grabs your phone first thing in the morning before you get on, you know, CNN or Fox News or Facebook, Twitter, Nextdoor, whatever it is, get on that Bible app, get encouragement and get the truth, get the word. And I'm telling you, it's going to start your day off on a much better path. And when you get that momentum rolling with Christ in the morning, it'll carry you through the rest of the day. You know, get to the point where you're praying for people you're walking by on the walking path mm-hmm. and praying for all their battles and that God may be with them and love them where they are. And when you get to that point, so much easier to love people. And when you're loving people and you're loving Christ, you love yourself so much better. So um, that's just where I'm at. And I, I encourage anybody that wants to get to that point and wants to get a change in their life. If you have a, if you have a smartphone, get the version Bible app. Highly recommend it. It's changed my life and um, it'll change yours too if you give it the chance. Awesome. Well, man, you're my guy. You know that uh, you've been my guy since before we start right early in this thing. And then, uh, you know, we're connected throughout. If you want to come on, talk hoops sometime, you're welcome. You want to come on, talk faith sometime, you're welcome. You want to talk leadership, you're welcome. You're always welcome. You have an open invitation here. And I don't even know the two people that listen, but but uh, you, you always have a welcome here. And, and um, I'm just I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it a thousand one. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you for stepping out on all the things that you have uh, that we took all this time today just to talk about faith and uh, and everything you're doing. Uh, you're making a difference in the world. If I can be of any help to you, you know, you always have my platform or me or or anything else that I can help you. But uh, I look forward to meeting uh, to Grady and um, and that that Carolina blue. I might I might get him a black onesie with a unscripted logo on the front. Hey, yeah, I, I would do that for sure. That's his first public mention of his life. So hey, I might do. I'm gonna now. see if I can pull that off. I, I want to see my guy Grady in an unscripted onesie. Hey, I, I would. I, I'll send you a picture. You can post it on social media here and. Yeah, that would be cool. I appreciate any of that. And uh, I'm proud of you too, man. You give Thanks, me a lot man. of praise, but you're doing amazing stuff as well. Um, I'm excited to see where God takes this too. You know, this, the, the growth that you've had already and some of the guests that you've had, um, it's cool. So keep it up. And, you know, what you're doing is impactful too, because you're allowing people to tell stories that they wouldn't get otherwise. And I, I love your format too, because it's, it's truly unscripted. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're allowing people to just, Basically, for me, this is therapeutic, but uh, to be able to vent and talk about the things they want to talk about and have that welcoming, open invitation, it's it's cool. And for people that get featured on podcasts and, you know, I even I listen to, you know, like uh, Brie O'Connor, like I listened to her episode. Mm-hmm. That was she's really awesome. Cool. There's just so many like she's mm-hmm. not going to get featured on most on most podcasts. Like that's really cool. You're giving people a, an opportunity to share their stories that may otherwise not get that opportunity. So it's awesome. Yeah. Keep it up. We'll do, man. Mutual respect on both sides. And uh, you can just call me sometime. You don't have to give them a podcast. We don't have to record it. So anything you need, man, I'm here for you. I appreciate you. And uh, uh, let us know if we can help with anything. I'm going to work on that that onesie for Brady. All right, <laughs> All right man. I appreciate Hope you. Hope appreciate appreciative of it. And I will too. So thanks, Aaron. Right. Talk soon, Zach. This has been the latest episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron Conrad from his studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to check out my song, Great and Mighty One, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. We'll be back with another great guest soon. We'll see you next time.